interns are the people who are controlling what people see at the end, and it's a vital role at the office. Rice Architecture's preceptorship program provides Bachelor of Architecture students with the experience to intern for 9 to 12 months as an essential part of the curriculum. The internship options, chosen by Rice, consist of some of the foremost architecture firms in the U.S. and abroad. Since 1968, the program has fostered professional development among students between their fourth and fifth years of academic study, culminating in their return to school, where they take the totalization and option studios for their final year at Rice alongside graduate students. Today's mini-episode is the first in a series of interviews with returning preceptors about their internship experiences and how they've brought what they've learned back to school. This week, we will be talking with Ethan Chan, who spent his preceptorship working at Johnston Markley in Los Angeles. Let's dive in. Thanks for being on the podcast today, Ethan. Thank you. Uh, so starting off, did you feel prepared to enter into your preceptorship through what you learned in school or maybe previous work experiences? I think, yeah, definitely. Rice gives us a really good base in uh, not only design, but an understanding of history and precedent, which was particularly important going to a place like Johnson Markley, you know, who are really engaged in that kind of conversation with history. So I definitely felt like I could uh, be a part of that conversation coming out of Rice. So I, I did feel prepared in, in that way. Technically, you know, we have like the basic skills with Rhino and all that, but um, you know, a lot of it's just learning on the job. They don't expect you to know everything going in there, which is uh, really nice. You'll pick up new skills as you go. So yeah, overall, I'd say I was prepared. How would you describe Johnson Markley's studio culture and values? What I really liked about Johnson Markley in particular was their engagement with fine arts. It's a really beautiful studio. The walls are all covered with these amazing posters from the 50s and earlier, and art is everywhere, sculptures. We're always talking about how architecture can engage that uh, wider conversation about form, like relating to uh, multiple disciplines. And yeah, fine arts kept coming back as a, a reference. We were always pulling out books to get ideas. And overall, it's a pretty small studio, so there's pretty intimate relationships with your coworkers. Yeah, also how the firm thinks about history. They did the biennial uh, Make New History. I think that's a big part of the, the culture of the firm. We have a you know amazing library. You know, whenever there's a project starting, a lot of the conversation has to do with how the project will fit into that continuum of what came before. I think, yeah, that's a really meaningful conversations. Yeah, and did you know that about the firm going into it, or were you kind of surprised by that in a good way, I guess, as you were describing? I knew from, you know, reading uh, House is a House is a House and, you know, there are other publications, but, um, you know, to be on the inside of it, it was really interesting to see how those conversations actually take place. Yeah, I guess from, from the start, how precedents are used to generate a project and also afterwards to sort of situate it conceptually. So that constant play of how history defines the work, you know, not only before, but during and after was surprising to me in a really nice way. Yeah, and I think that is one thing that would definitely be something that we find here at Rice a lot is that there's case studies a lot that happen both in studios and in theory classes. Yeah. So I think that was probably something you were well prepared for. For sure. So talking about the work that you did at the firm, can you talk a little bit more about your specific role, the types of projects you were working on? Sure. So, you know, Johnson Markley engages a, a lot of different scales from, uh, you know, single family houses to larger scale cultural institutions like the Manila Drawing Institute that we see. 
And that was my experience. I did jump around a little bit, which uh, I was happy about. So I did some work on a single family house in Kyoto and a large scale tech office for Dropbox, which I believe they've already moved into. So my role in the beginning, representation, you know, the new people there generally get that responsibility. It's actually a very meaningful one because at the end of the day, like those are the publications that are appearing in magazines or online. And it's really at the end of the day, the perception of the work and you're given control over that. Yeah, I would usually come to a project if it was already being constructed to make renderings and stuff retroactively. That's what I would do sometimes. But if I was in the beginning, they did engage me in design, which was really nice. Uh, I had a voice in those conversations where we were deciding uh, schematically what the project is about, what we're going to play with in terms of form and reference. So I, I think I got a really wide look at all the different you know, facets of architecture. And did you think that being able to be more involved on the project, did any of that have a relation to the fact that the firm is a smaller firm? Did you see that it was more of kind of a horizontal organization? Yeah, so that's one thing I like about a, a smaller firm. I've worked in uh, much larger firms, and there's a, a level of anonymity that can come with that. They'll always have someone to do any job. But uh, yeah, at a smaller firm, you're there, you know everybody, and you're really part of the, the team. I feel like you get a lot more work in a way because everybody knows who you are, and they'll get to know your strengths and weaknesses, and maybe they rely on you a little bit more because there's not 50 other people they could call on which is nice. I think that's one of the benefits is at a smaller firm, a lot of the time, you don't really get lost. You do feel like you have a place and an identity at the firm and they make you a part of the work from beginning to end. How do you think that shaped the way you think about design, if anything? Hmm. It's really nice to come back to school and uh, it's not something I'm maybe so much aware of, but uh, definitely when I'm designing now, like I'll catch some moves I'm making or a plan I'm drawing that somehow reflects or reminds me of like a sensibility that I, I definitely picked up at Johnson Markley, just like the way they think about form, but also seeing practice a little bit more. It was really nice to get an idea of just how much of a collaborative effort any design is. You know, in school where it's very uh, individual focused, it's nice coming back to totalization, for instance, it's a partner studio and uh, having a whole year where you worked closely with other people and you're bouncing ideas off of each other and incorporating each other's ideas into yours. That experience is really helpful to navigating that situation when we come back to Rice. And speaking of totalization, you're currently taking Troy Shum's studio yep. titled Friends Included. How do you think kind of what you just talked about, your experience at Johnston Markley has shaped that project or will shape that studio project, especially because it is a partner project, it's more collaborative, the residential scale of the project? I think, well, besides, you know, what I was talking about working with the partner, I'd say formally, you know, Johnston Markley for me uh, was attractive because it was a firm that uh, I like the way they, they think about form and the reading of form like I said, how we read history in form, but also our concepts of form. I think it has resonance with Troy Shams' studio. When we were designing at Johnson Markley, we really liked these uh, complex forms that weren't immediately legible or change from elevation to elevation, like our understanding of the object, that sort of complexity and subtlety and like the reading, like is it one thing, is it two things? I think that definitely helped coming into Troy's studio because we work with units and collectivity, especially in like public housing there's always this question of when you're working with aggregation of the individual versus the collective, the part versus the whole, and our readings of those things, and how do you have a, a building that at once articulates the individual while 
reading as a singular entity. Being aware of that sort of play is something I think Johnson Markley prepared me for more coming back here. Yeah, something you were always talking about. And because you had that kind of experience of being somewhere that's very form interested, do you think that was what drew you to Troy's studio? Was there something in it that you recognized and identified with your work as a preceptor? Yeah, I think so. I mean, first of all, just the scale of the project is something that I, I hadn't engaged with before, you know, in, in prior studios. I, I didn't directly work with public housing at Johnson Markley, but I, I engaged projects of a similar scale. I thought it would be an interesting transition to play with microhousing when I came back. And uh, I had taken Troy's studio once before junior year. I really liked how he had us engaging with form and uh, how we were thinking about it. And I thought uh, taking that sort of sensibility, then layering on the expertise of uh, totalization and really detailing a project was something I was really interested in. And so finally, uh, what advice might you have for younger students who are looking to get the most out of their first full-time work experience? I say just do anything with enthusiasm. You're not always going to, I guess, have a, like a super heroic role all the time. I mean, those will come, but whatever it is, if it's making a site model, if it's making a study model, if it's a, a rhino model, a drawing, do it to the best of your ability. Yeah, everything. I think that really helps because everything, like even those small things that might feel, I guess, less significant are, are real learning experiences and must happen for a building to happen. And I think the tasks that might seem smaller, they could be the most important thing in a project. You never really know what might convince a client to do something or convince a proposal to go through even. Yeah, one of my coworkers was always saying like the most important people are the boss and the intern. And I don't know if he was just saying that to flatter the interns, but they were saying like at the end of the day, the interns are the people who are controlling what people see at the end. And it's a vital role at the office. For sure. Well, thanks for being on the podcast today, Ethan. Yeah, thank you. For more information on preceptorship, visit the Rice Architecture website. If you liked what you heard today, please leave us a review. And don't forget to subscribe to our page on your favorite platform to keep up with new releases. I'm your host, Lindsay Chambers, and this has been Tete a Tete.